Hey, Travis Rogers here. When you're not listening to me on the Lakers pre- and post-game shows, tune in to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, where she goes beyond the play and focuses on athletes, fans, and the biggest events that inspire and shape our community. Listen to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, Sundays, 5 to 6 a.m. ESPN LA. Welcome to ESPN here on... 710 ESPN LA. <laughs> Just banging my knees up here. Um, thank you so much for joining me. For more information, please log on to ESPNLA.com and go to the radio page or check me out on Twitter at Laferne Cusack. Today we're talking Sportamix, which is an online platform that unites professional and amateur athletes, coaches, agents, and other people in sports, and I am so happy to have in studio with me the co-founder of Sportamix, Gene Shanus. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Lafern. It's an honor to be here. Oh, oh, I'm glad you're here. And we we go way back. We go way back. Yeah. So so I met you uh, Last year, um, at a celebrity event, tell us a bit. I think ba- it's been more like two years. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> 2019 already. Oh wow! Oh right, right, yeah. Uh, so, um, you have an organization called uh, Celebrity Connected. Connected. So, tell us about that. And yeah, I, uh, this is uh, Celebrity Connected is an um, entertainment marketing company that connects. Brands with uh, celebrities, influencers, and other people that are uh, able to make an impact and growth of uh, businesses. And you are such a great entrepreneur. Tell us, tell us about your background, which is very unique. Oh, thanks. A great entrepreneur is a is a big word. I'm trying to <laughs> get there one day, but um, I. Um, I came to U.S. back in 89 uh, from Ukraine. We immigrated uh, with the whole family, and, uh, man, it's been almost 30 years now. Wow. So uh, – tell, tell me a little bit about Ukraine. What what were you doing there, and what was your Well, uh, I, I was still a kid when I came here. I was a teenager, and uh, uh, Ukraine is uh, – Part of is uh, one of the former Soviet Union republics, which borders uh, with Russia and has similar roots. Though today there is a number of conflicts going on in the region. Just a uh, just a little bit, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. More more than we'd like to see, obviously. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I grew up in Eastern Europe. Got a got a good feel of what living in a communist country is like and then came here when i was really 14 years old so i still ended up in in high school here in the u.s and uh, went to a college and uh, eventually actually found some opportunities within the business world back in the early 90s there was a lot of um, demand on uh, food and other items and former you know, Soviet republics where I had pretty good contacts with, and I happened to be on this, uh, you know, part of the globe having mm-hmm. access to a uh, number of things that were in demand. So I created an um, international trading opportunity by shipping different goods, which uh, changed eventually due to a change of import laws and uh, 
I, I ended up transitioning into automotive industry where I spent years and uh, had a lot of fun. I worked uh, with uh, major brands like BMW, Chevy, uh, you know, Acura, Bentley, you name it. And uh, at one point, uh, even owned an exotic car dealership with a race team and uh, a lot of interesting things took place. So, So where do you get your drive from? Do you think it is because you lived in a, a communist country? Like, Well, I think that's where a lot of people living in this kind of conditions are learned how to, to survive, but everything else is all, it's all really a personal agendas and mm-hmm. the actual appreciation for creating something new and achieving things. It's more of right. a competitive spirit, I so, would imagine. Right. So, like, because you have the contrast, so you see, you know, what the mindset of people who were born here are versus, you know, people that were born in Ukraine. So, like, yeah, do, do you see that contrast or is it similar? Uh, I, 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 you're talking about local, you know, cultures and understanding of how things moved and, you know, like uh, when I came here, the fact that everybody would smile and say hello was felt a little weird because <laughs> where I come from, not that people are impolite, they will, if you're in trouble, they'll open up to you and, you know, they'll take care of you even if they don't know you and really would put their, you know, time and efforts, but uh, it's not culturally... Um, it's not a tradition to, like, say hello to everybody, even people you don't know. So, you know, adjustments and understanding of uh, uh, what's culturally acceptable and uh, having an having experience uh, difference and seeing things from different perspective helps, you know, to determine mindset of people, I would imagine. Right, right. I know I was listening to a podcast the other day talking about how, you know, different cultures uh, navigate in the world differently. For instance, uh in America, we need space between us. But if you live in India or, you know, some parts of Asia, their their proximity to you is small because they live in smaller, you know, sure. p- spaces. And I was in Japan a few years back. We were considering doing an event uh, for Celebrity Connected there. So uh, it also took a little bit of time to actually understand how things are moving. Just on the basics, uh, just some of the basics, the fact that um, it took me probably two hours to find the trash can. And streets are immaculate. I mean, Oh, really? Absolutely. People just take their stuff home and dispose of it there. Uh, smoking section... Uh, where people are smoking cigarettes, they all roll out their own ashtrays and, uh, and, uh, you know, end up, uh, having a quick break and putting the cigarette out and moving on without leaving any mess and without even thinking of dropping a butt. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was really interesting and, uh, how they meet you and, you know, the, when, Somebody invites you, wants to see you in their house. They meet you with a beverage without even asking whether you drink or what, whether you, you know, whether it's acceptable or not. By accepting a beverage, you're accepting an invitation to mm-hmm. come in and say hello. Right. Yeah. And when I was in India, if you say, I, I, so I said to this young lady, I was like, oh my gosh, your necklace is such a beautiful necklace. I really like that. 
and she took it off and gave it to me. And I was like, no, no, I don't, I don't want it. But you in their compliment, in their right, in their custom, if I say that, they have to give it to me. <laughs> and that I was, was a, like, no, I don't that's want that's you. That's not what I want to do. I don't want <laughs> the next thing you know, you're walking out with that. I sure do like your Mercedes. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> right. I sure do like your mansion. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but it's true. But how you navigate that, especially right. as a young child, uh, I, I think maybe kids can navigate it better than adults because maybe as adults we're – Stuck in our. You know what? Every generation for the past couple hundred years has been thinking that because uh, we've been excelling so fast. You know, industry, industrialization has been giving us such a great opportunities, even in our lifespan. You know, look, mm-hmm. we're seeing flying cars now, <laughs> yeah. self driving vehicles. Not long ago, you know, a tape player, cassette player was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know, a hundred years ago there was no television. A reel to reel. Right. Right. So it's it's really we're we're going through a different phase in life and experiences are different and even stats on the fact that, you know, children may uh you know, take your uh, type of line of work and continue on as a dynasty is only 5% nowadays. Can you oh, believe it? right. No, right. Yeah. That's something. So, I mean, it's it's good. It's mm-hmm. good that we live in this, you know, crazy time and having an opportunity to learn those new and beautiful things and actually experience them. Yeah, absolutely. So, you... You are a lover of sports, of course, uh, and you have this new platform, Sportamix. Tell us about it. Well, uh, I uh, kind of did some weightlifting back in the days and uh, spent some time sweating in the gym and <laughs> just like many athletes and learned a lot of things about uh, facts of uh, challenges, how how to position yourself, how to uh, you know optimize uh, your position to achieve the best goals and coming from every direction, there were a number of challenges. And um, through my uh, Celebrity Connected platform, which, uh, you know, allows businesses to um, explain their goals and share them with um, high-profile people, which helps to raise awareness, I met this uh, gentleman who's been uh, on the roll creating really cool things. One of them was first uh, an interactive museum, which kind of combined uh, a Universal Studio type of ride with traditional museum, which makes it really exciting Mm. for millennials. And then um, his next project, which I became a part of, was um, a video game where people would play their traditional video games on his platform. And most of the proceeds that come from ad revenue as well as additional in-app purchases would uh, go to the charities of their choice. So That's it nice. kind of had a really cool win-win situation, and I like the mindset. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing that we talked about as well. I, I love how sports, you can connect sports with social issues that people may not be aware of. And then that brings a different level of consciousness for, I think, all of society. Absolutely. So right around when we he launched that application, uh, he also mentioned that, bear with me, there is something really cool and exciting coming to the market. So I kind of tried to pick his brain, and he says, just give me a couple more months. And that was sometime right around a year ago. 
I want to say sometimes in May, he came in, he says, I think we're finally ready. <laughs> so, A lot of preparation. Yeah, he says, at this point, there's already some frameworks, basics in order, and uh, we already created a core of the team, and they wanted to invite me in to bring my expertise to the table. So the idea was uh, to create a global platform which unites everybody regardless of their social status, demographic location, or age to kind of go into one space, create, become a member, and by then uh, to, you're going to be able to find anyone uh, that you may be looking for, whether it's a coach, team, um, you know, uh, association for if you're an athlete for any sport anywhere in the world and uh, be able to send them a message or reach out. Same way, um, coaches and uh, teams that are always seeking, you know, and trying to achieve the best, uh, you know, they're trying to reach best goals by onboarding best talent are, you know, spending number of, uh, hours, if not days, seeking for the best possible talent. So within the click of a button, now you can go online by close and unique perimeters to each sport. You can dial in, and next thing you know, it shows you the all the details with, um, uh, you know, years of uh, experience confirmed and, experience right. and growth patterns for pretty much anyone that they're looking for. And that's sportamix.com, S-P-O-R-T-A-M-I-X.com. Absolutely. And same on all social media channels. All right. Uh, the connecting the world of sports. So this took a lot of time to develop. So tell us about your business, you know, the business structure that all went into getting this up and ready for it. Well, community. there's a combination of obviously uh, back end and yeah. architecture of the actual website because uh, we were actually uh, we're, um, we're very fortunate to have uh, some of the top people on board, uh, architect and a partner on the website. His name is Boyan Mice, and uh, he actually was a big part of uh, MySpace, one of the original social platforms. And he he was a head architect for Mary Lynch, Bank of America, 20th Century Fox, and many others. So they have they already kind of knew the basic frameworks that mm -hmm. it takes to launch this and take it to the market. Nevertheless, there was a lot of uh, brand awareness work that needed to be done, and now it's even going further. Uh, so tell us about the business structure. How did you implement that? Uh, well, the business structure is, uh, we are, uh, we learned about a hardship that, uh, in, that is endured by all sides of uh, both, uh, athletes and, uh, recruiters and agents when they're trying to bring them all together and create a conversation. <laughs> right. <laughs> there could be a little bit of difficulty. <laughs> there, there have always been challenges yes, in those areas. Challenges, yeah. So we sort of, I mean, and I don't like to call it that, but it's kind of fun. It's almost like a dating site. You are you have all the details uh, of what the person has done. Uh, in, in the case of uh, younger athletes, parents who you do, do spend a lot of time trying to uh, help their kids achieve best results are there and uh, they're able to share their both academic and athletic achievements. 
So imagine how nice it would be for somebody to showcase 10 years of growth pattern, both academically and in and, and sports, which is something that, you know, is craved by every college, university, and you name it. Mm-hmm. Not only that, where, um, where challenges came to, and that was something that we have addressed, and uh, what makes kind of our platform unique is we have also cultural localization. Besides just transferring, you know, feet into meters, and, uh, you know, inches into centimeters and liters and such. Also, language-wise, you know, there's a pretty straightforward uh, explanation on things. Mm-hmm. But to explain that somebody is expected to have 3.5 GPA when European grading system is 1 through 10 is kind of tough. Mm. And also, uh, to verify uh, their abilities is another thing. And our... Um, Verification process is backed by a blockchain technology, which is kind of guarantees that it would be tough to change anything on the menu. Mm. But uh, the whole purpose of this came up with uh, kind of uh, giving everyone an equal opportunity. And uh, we have um, uh, same options for um, Paralympics, disabled athletes, as well as... uh, non-professional sports and we also have a really cool um, feature which is coming live almost immediately which is a verification program by uh, former athletes a lot of uh, retirees don't necessarily find themselves additional opportunities within sports once they're done with it in our case we can offer them uh, to become a verified scout if they have the will and they have uh, the knowledge, which we know they do. Some up-and-coming athlete could be checked out by, you know, ch- ch- by the professional, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden someone out of uh, uh, college across the world doesn't need to send a scout, and it <laughs> yeah. really becomes a win-win situation. Yeah. It's like uh, the the – well, I don't want to – it's like a LinkedIn type of connecting and knowing about what you're doing, right? Or well, Similar. LinkedIn is uh, really developed for professionals. And we have uh, full angle at sports. Anybody who has a footprint within the sports industry uh, has an opportunity to connect with some, you know, mm-hmm. people that have similar mindset or looking for people like it. Okay. So... So how did you come up with all the individual type of categories? Because sports is huge. Well, we're doing a lot of work. So, <laughs> so. Have you slept? <laughs> Have you slept lately, Gene? I, I actually, I, I even been working weekends. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, it, it, it takes a lot of effort and it takes a team. So we've been, uh, we started back in May uh, and uh in the past six months, we've onboarded a number of people. We have um, a lot of programmers that are uh, spaced between Eastern Europe and the United States. I would say about 30 people are on board in that area of expertise. And uh, really about 12 employees, you know, in here in Los Angeles. And uh, all of them have specific, you know, tasks on their hands, both to share this on social media, reach out to celebrities and influencers and, you know, uh, share an opportunity, share uh, 
uh, the details that are uh, very excited for exciting for them, mm-hmm. as well as uh, hands-on, the contacting pretty much coaches and professionals from every sport and dissecting it into as many as 70 positions like, uh, you know, it's not just whether you're a righty or a lefty. It's, for example, if you're a boxer, what style do you have? What's your defense, offense style? Uh, besides physical abilities like reach, weight, you know, speed and all of that. And obviously it takes uh, quite a bit of effort, but uh, we see the importance of of uh, you know uniqueness of the profile and detailization, and this is what exactly what we're going after, because um, there are some uh, co- there is some competition within space, but normally it's uh, segmented to either specific location or specific age group, which leaves a lot of people interested. Mm-hmm. and exposing themselves out of the picture and without an ability. So we decided to just open the whole thing to the world and let them use it for their pleasure and uh, ability to gain financial uh, opportunities, you know, jobs and such. Well, tell us about the workshops and sports educational programs that you're... Well, we're we're planning to have professional athletes discuss... Uh, uh, ways to best position themselves as up-and-coming athletes. For example, one of the big parts of our uh, of Sportamix um, is uh, Mr. Lee Steinberg, who's uh, the president. Yes, who's now a president of the company. That's cool. And uh, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. A movie, um, Jerry Maguire was inspired by his action. He's been in uh you know around sports for over 40 years and uh when he initially you know learned about this concept he says where was it 40 years ago Mm. would have made a lot of people's life easier and uh you know just sheer ability to communicate with people who you really need is a is a is a life-changing opportunity absolutely yeah i could i could just imagine that so Go ahead. Just initially, when um, this idea was being created, it was actually um, picked up on a hardship that uh, European fighters, boxers, and MMA fighters had um, when they wanted to travel across the seas and find the best position to showcase their talent. Uh, you know, in their sport, it's important to have coaches and spotting partners that could help them elevate their abilities and prepare for the fights and stuff. And obviously, uh, just finding opportunity where they can showcase their talent. But, uh, you know, visas and traveling expenses and all of that uh, isn't something that uh, everyone can endure. Mm-hmm. So in some cases, so, like visas wouldn't be given out to coaches therefore it's a big problem to come across you know to another uh continent and not able to find somebody who can coach them yeah so that was the idea to kind of create a bridge for that specific area of expertise and then anthony came on board and says guys well you know it's it's great that, you know, MMA and boxing has this issue. But don't you know that the whole world, yeah. all sports are lacking communication opportunity? Right. Uh, I had on uh, some parkour athletes 
from around the world and they have the same issue like they can't get out here to Vegas or LA or wherever to compete because of maybe visas or you know trying to get over it's just a whole new realm and it's like Absolutely. you know challenges including raising funds sponsorships i mean by being able to showcase your talent and being noticed by people that are involved in sports you may be able to score a sponsorship or get an assistance with uh, coming for tryouts mm-hmm. and uh, this is a big big barrier that was hard to come by to overcome mm-hmm. and uh, now we believe again we've been live since uh last month since uh, December 25th and uh, at this point we have already received over 300,000 registrations. Great. So slowly but surely we kind of launched with about 10 types of sports uh, opening up the platform to coaches and uh, athletes Mm -hmm. and now you know we're adding all the other features as we speak we just we're in a testing mode and everything went great. Oh, good. So you opened up with what? Uh, MMA? Uh, I believe it's basketball, American football, hockey, swimming, uh, uh, boxing. Gosh, I'm drawing blanks, yeah. but I believe there's another two, three types of sports. And I we ran the tests on, uh, on our marketing promotion, took a slice of each market from 185 English-speaking countries from uh, in 30 types of sports worldwide. And we received really cool results. We were kind of uh, skeptical because we were uh, afraid that we you know the scale may tip off. You also have a, you have to have a balance um, between coaches and athletes because having too many athletes on board not being able to contact coaches mm-hmm. or uh, you know yeah. Associations that will help them uh, was a you know challenge that we suspect that may overwhelm us, but we ended up with uh, about seventy percent athletes, about eighteen percent coaches, and then uh, others were parents and um, uh, professional staff and non-professional staff, like referees, but also masseurs, doctors, and such who are also in, have their footprint within the world of sports. Yeah. Uh, I I love how it's the world of sports is so vast. And yeah, you can you can be a world-renowned athlete or you can be, you know, a soccer mom, you know, like I'm a soccer mom, I'm proud of that, but well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's awesome, but I mean again, it, it the, the, there's really no universal way to put people in in their perspective and uh, there's now uh, you know a mother that uh, loves to see her child play mm-hmm. she can start uh, recording all those things and have an opportunity to sh- uh, to share that talent of your child yeah. at the early age and uh, actually Lisa there was a you know a great company says you pretty much can start from the mother's womb as soon as the kid comes out <laughs> looks healthy and you believe he's going to play sport give yeah. him a profile and start <laughs> recording his athletic achievements you know if he starts to walk at six months old yes. it's big <laughs> yeah exactly i could have recorded how how my son's jumping off the couch wow that reach is awesome <laughs> i mean really it all transitions into yeah. starting showcasing abilities uh-huh. and building a track record that somebody can rely on they exactly. see 
you know, does really well in school. Mm-hmm. Steady growth of uh, athletic achievements. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a good sign, so opportunity probably shines more so than before when you just have to wait until certain age to even get into discussions. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, I had on these young young adults that were on a Pop Warner team, and they're like winning you know, games and championships all over L.A. And it's they're They want to go pro. You know, they love football. They love, you know, uh, being a part of the game. And uh, this would be perfect for them. Yeah, I, I think so. And again, for professionals, um, uh, Mr. Steinberg and his uh, partner, Chris Cabot, they have uh, a university for agents online. Oh, By the cool. way, if somebody's interested, feel free to log in to Stein, Steinberg Sports. Uh, there's definitely a schedule. Potentially, it might even be streamed through our platform. But uh, he teaches agents on uh, how to uh, work with athletes, what to look for, and this is a this is an you know really cool thing. Now people can learn a lot from. Uh, athletes and uh, agents and people with great authority and knowledge and experience through basically logging in to specific to, to one one site mm-hmm. and th- that will give you all the information in the world yeah sportamix sportamix yes yeah yes. so so when i log in i'll be able to also connect my like my social feeds is that Absolutely. Uh, I, I need to double check it. With st- we, we, on a daily basis, we're uh, adding more features mm-hmm. and we're integrated with everyone. And uh, as you log in, pretty much you can, uh, if not today, then within a week, yeah. you're going to be able to log in with your Facebook account oh, okay. and basically merge them. And as you do postings, uh, you know, you can do your traditional postings on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram and such, and obviously on Sportamix and grow your fan base. Gene, what's your favorite sport? I, uh, gosh, lately it's been whatever my kids want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, exactly. I'm like soccer. <laughs> like, okay. But, but personally, again, I when I played soccer, I uh we won national championship in volleyball. I was part of the team back in uh, junior team in Ukraine. And then, uh, you know, I did weightlifting, wrestling, you know, basketball. I mean... Was, uh, that was a major thing for you, right, when you lived in the Ukraine sports? I think sports is part of things that kind of offer you a discipline, you know, that uh, that's embedded into your mindset. And then you adopt it in everything you do. Like, you know, sports are challenging. Yeah, you, you, it teaches you how to deal with challenges. Right. And be punctual and be systematic. And sometimes that can even overcome uh, best talent, you know, just commitment and grind. And this definitely, besides the fact that it's a healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. and, you know, keeps you out of all the other dangers as you're growing up. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate enough to... You know, avoid a lot of uh, bad things by just being, you know, spending a lot of time in the gym. And that exactly. was just happened naturally somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, like, my my nephews, they, they play everything. They're in everything. But it's like, well, you can't get in trouble if you're, you know, at practice all the time. And, you know, you need these things to stay in, in line and be able to play each week. 
during the game. Absolutely. Part of our uh, team, uh, uh, board of advisors, uh, we have a gentleman. His name is Lenny Kraselberg. Hi, Lenny. I sound if he's listening. <laughs> but um, he was one of the guys that I went to school with. And he really stood out from commitment standpoint. I mean, he would get up at 4 a.m. and swim for 20 miles wow. every day before school. And uh, in, I believe, in 2000 Olympics, he was able to win, capture four medals. Wow. He still holds, I, I'm not sure if they've been beaten, but he, the, the world, there were world records that were created by him that was there, were there for quite some time. He also, uh, he was local here. He went to USC. USC. So, yeah, he, he's a Hall of Famer, Swimmer of the Year. And uh, right now, I think he's got about 11 swimming academies throughout the United States. That's and great. he's growing it. So, you know, his commitment paid off. This yeah. is one of the people who really, you know, stayed tuned and, uh, man, how what a pleasure to see when this happens. Yeah. So how was that, like, knowing him and knowing his competitive spirit? Well, we kind of all related, We, you know, besides meeting on, uh, uh, you know, in high school, we also played basketball, played sports outside of school and, you know, hang out together at some time. So seeing the commitment, I mean, the guy swam for it. You know, for four hours, and now he's running around playing basketball. I mean, and then doing well in school. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, he's well, a high achiever. Buddy, when do you have time to have fun? Right. I, I, I can't say I was committed to things to that point, but I was definitely there to support it quite a bit. <laughs> but that's that's what makes a difference. You can really see some some people are able to achieve amazing things yeah. by. Grinding it out and, and, you know, neglecting some of the opportunities that might be fun, but, mm-hmm. you know, will stop you from achieving, from achieving the, you know, best results. And you have kids now. How, how is your relationship with them with sports? Well, um, they're all doing something with sports. Um, you know, the, my girl, my, uh, oldest is, she was, a, she's really, really athletic. She's uh, she was doing gymnastics. She's a great runner. Uh, she also took dancing. My older son is doing some martial arts. Uh, my little guys are all over the place. <laughs> you know, I have a two and a five year old. They're into wrestling and riding bicycles and you know in home parkour. I mean, <laughs> you should oh, wow. see them bounce off the walls. But yeah. I plan to kind of. Uh, let them experience whatever they are kind of attracted to, exactly. and some things will settle. But as long as, it, you know, I believe sports, like I said, offer discipline and ability to mature and uh, knowledge on how to overcome the objectives and, mm-hmm. you know, really grind it out and, and survive. Yeah, Gene, that's what I was talking uh, to my husband about. I think sports is, is very important in, in our son's life. You know, to, like, he, again, he loves soccer, but we also want to have him, you know, experience other, you know, other areas of sports. Well, he will. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's the other thing is like I don't want to push him into something he doesn't want to do. You know, I'm not I'm not that type of parent, but 
we we're just letting him naturally gravitate. Sure. Towards what he likes. I mean, naturally, you want to kind of, in my mind, I would offer kind of one or two tries, you know, let's see, you know, how he reacts to it. Maybe on mm-hmm. the first shot, he didn't wake up in a good mood and wasn't ready to accept yeah. what's coming. You know, next thing you know, on the second session, he loves whatever it is mm-hmm. that you had to offer. But forcing somebody to play specific sports, mm-hmm. I would imagine could achieve some goals, but uh, I have uh, also some friends that, uh, you know, kids were doing really well mm-hmm. to make their parents happy. Yeah. And the second they had an opportunity to do something on their own, they just <laughs> completely went their own way. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, who knows? But I believe in kind of putting them in a cool environment, mm-hmm. taking them away from you know, sitting in front of TV and computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's healthy, I believe, at the very least. Taking them outside and see where they gravitate to. Mm-hmm. And that that's what makes us unique and allows us to choose what we're passionate about yeah. and want to do with life. I am encouraging my son to use his left hand just in case baseball's in his future. <laughs> I am like, hey, David, yeah, hold that bat in his hand, <laughs> you know. I, I don't see that as a bad thing. I actually would encourage him to be really good with both hands. Yeah, exactly. Uh, God knows what kind of position you're in. You might pull a muscle and you need to switch. And yes, yeah. It's like back in the day shooting a gun with both hands. <laughs> yeah, right, you know? It's like, okay, let's let's do this, you know. I I tried. He goes, "Mom, I could I could use my left hand." And you know, he's 6, but he right. doesn't, but you know. Yes, sweetheart. Yeah. So, well that that's really cool. So, where do you see Sportamix, the business of Sportamix going? Well, uh, um, we see us going in quite a few places. Immediately, we just kind of want to uh, cover the globe in the next, within the next 12 months, we should be able to cover most of the languages, probably over 25 languages that people speak. We already started uh, Portuguese and Spanish marketing, wow. doing some things in Russian you know, uh, and uh, Chinese is coming real soon. So is uh, you know, pretty much we'll uh, we are planning to cover you know the globe and cover at least hundred types of sports within next I would say eighteen months if we can. Uh, from there, uh, there may be a lot more two two things uh, that uh, may be considered. You know, creating our own meets, helping out athletes by. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, offering financial support, and uh, uh, there is also other uh, other options. Like um, I, uh, we've been in uh, conversation with uh, Mike Sherard. He's a um, former NFL player, and uh, he's part of NFL alumni. And he has an idea that we're probably gonna put together in the very near future. I would imagine maybe before the end of the month, where he wants to gather. Um, don't give the secrets away, Gene. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, his idea is to kind of uh, grab some, uh, un, you know, stuff and things that uh, celebrities are not using anymore. Athletes, their shoes, bats, memorabilia, oh, yeah. and uh, sell it uh, 
to the highest bidder and offer a large, a large amount of proceeds to the charities to assist with things within the sports and others. Oh, that's good. So uh, that's some of the things we definitely want to pay attention to and also help people on an individual basis. How do how do charities get involved with Sportamix? Is it is it on an individual basis? Like, are the athletes and the agents and the people that are on the platform, are they connecting the nonprofit organizations? Well, uh, I mean, it's it's all about advertising your position, just really putting going out there and uh, creating a profile. Right now, like I said, we just started with athletes and coaches. It's Look, the baby is three years old, three weeks old, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of what comes first, you know, chicken or the egg. We need to kind of gradually combine things. So in a testing mode, we did not want to have 200 you know, different types of profiles right. because of tracking how mm-hmm. things are doing. But now that we're pretty confident, we're going to be adding quite a bit. So agents, uh, recruiters, mm-hmm. uh referees, anyone sports-related, including uh, positions such as uh, medical staff, insurance companies that offer medical mm-hmm. insurance to athletes, and you know, financial institutions will have place. So is the charities, just like uh, mm-hmm. they will create a profile like they do today oh, on Facebook and such, mm-hmm. and uh, announce um, their uh, opportunities or you know goals yeah. that they're trying to achieve and same way be noticed by everyone on the platform. Gene, mm-hmm. what are some of the challenges you face as an entrepreneur that you can like share with our listeners like for for me like I'm I'm nowhere near what you have done or you know you've accomplished. Like what would you tell me to look out for if I'm starting a new sporting business or or Oh, I mean, uh, it's really having, uh, building a right team and dealing with professionals. The idea is to realize, uh, you know, who's done things within the space and has a good track record and uh, has achieved things in the recent future. You know, and uh, basically those are professional, good and honest people that can help you elevate things. But uh, personally, I learned probably God knows how many new words in the past six (laughs) months, you know, because each uh, venture is different. I mean, I've been involved with uh, products that needed to enter retail market and achieve shell space and make deals with distributors and manufacturers. And in uh, virtual space, there's a lot more other things, you know, digital marketing has so many areas that you really need to be aware of and just having a lot of people on the platform wiggling their fingers mm-hmm. isn't going to do much so you have to keep things exciting you have mm-hmm. to adapt to new technologies you know vr and augmented reality is coming strong it's here yeah we have uh, part of our team uh, we have a gentleman by the name of bob hall and he is uh, one of the experts in uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning because imagine if you're looking for somebody and uh, there's 10,000 people pop out because they meet your search criteria. Now, our uh, you know machine learning ability realizes the patterns of what's, what's in details of what, what it is that you're looking for and narrows it down to maybe 100 people that, mm-hmm. you know, kind of uh, your own magic wand. Right. 
So uh, all that is being compiled, one thing on uh, on top of another, and uh, it needs to be combined properly. And man, it's a, it's it's a big big machine. And on top of it all, we're planning to hire about two hundred and fifty professionals within the next twelve months. So awesome! <laughs> you're you're a job creator. Yeah. So we're like I said, we're there. We're going through our final stages of fundraising. And uh, by the way, we're uh, gonna be doing a major unveiling at uh, Lee Steinberg Super Bowl party, which will take uh, place in Atlanta on the second of February. Um, he's expecting to have about four thousand guests, and in the past, um, you know, he's been visited visited by uh, presidents of the United States, you know, major financial uh, uh, owners of financial institutions like Charles Schwab and uh, a ton of uh, athletes, multiple Super Bowl winners, and, I mean, really impressive people. So we're also, uh, you know, trying to raise awareness by getting them on board because uh, who knows better challenges in the sports than professional athletes or people who are dealing with things today. Mm-hmm. So we're really exciting. You know, it's going to be a major show, and we're a big part of it. So if you guys are interested, tune in, and please share, you know, about our concept. By the way, the profiles, uh, you know, to become a member, it doesn't cost anything. It's a free application. And uh, Sportamix.com. Absolutely. <laughs> Sportamix. So, Sportamix. So looking back at your life, which is really incredible, do, did you ever imagine, like, you know, where you would be now? Like, I, If I told my second grade teacher that I would be sitting here with Laferne at <laughs> ESPN LA and doing an interview, she would have probably laughed. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there was it was hard to take a vacation of Broadbeck when I was growing up, so it was just a different environment. No, I, I mean, uh, I I believe anything is possible if you really put your mind to it. You know, we're all kind of born with same opportunity, breathe same same air, got two eyes, mm-hmm. you know. One mouth, most of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I believe if you really put your mind to it and, uh, pay, you know, really create a roadmap and, and, and hit it, next thing you know, this is exactly what's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just embrace the opportunity and changes. and right. Have the willingness to. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's not easy. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, the, the stability factor relies on your ability to make that happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it's exciting one because every time you achieve something, you know, it really feels good. Just uh, subconsciously, you just feel good about achieving things. How do you, how do you handle the stress of it all? Because I can, I mean, I know there's a lot of stress on um, in my industry where I am. How do you handle that? You know what? Uh, I mean, there's always stress, but by you know, kind of. Locking yourself in and cooping and dealing with it on, you know, I believe, you know, the problems are only in our heads. <laughs> and as uh, you see it coming, there is always uh, a way to deal with it. You know, one is to get upset and take yourself out of the equation for some time, if not forever. The other one, just 
grind it out. Next thing you know, it's gone, and you go, woof, how did I do that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I just uh, choose not, you know, again, I mean, some occasionally I get surprised with things, but I just choose not to sit there and dwell. I just, mm-hmm. you know, try to put set of tools together, fix it, and and move on. Yeah. You know, do the best I can. Yeah. Um, who are some of your strong supporters that you lean on, or do you have mentors that you reach out to? Or, you know what? It's hard to say. I do have a large network of people, and all of them carry certain value. And there's always, depending on the angle of uh, what's what I'm trying to achieve, there's I've been fortunate to just kind of be part of a large international community where. You know, if I really know what my problem is or what the obstacle that I'm trying to overcome, I always have somebody that I can reach out to who has either dealt with it before or has a good idea on how to address it. And it's almost just dealing with network of people is what gets me there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't think there's particularly one individual. Yeah. I mean, again, props to my father. He gave me pretty good basic ethics and how to behave and how to talk to people and how to approach life but uh overall you know it's just i've been fortunate to meet great amount of people who have uh showed me certain you know opportunities or ways of doing things and i'm you know i absorbed quite a bit of it yeah (laughs) i think yeah (laughs) and you just keep keep going along right yeah it's just you know one of uh, one of my friends told me, you know, you wake up, it's another page in the book. So, you know, it's your decision what you're going to write on there. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Right. You just open your eyes. You have the world to yourself. You obviously, in addition, you have some obligations, but that's okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes you stronger. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's how you react to it and if you have the courage to go through it instead of, you know, right. ignoring. Again, everybody is experiencing things, you know, throughout their life one way or the other. But, uh, you know, not everybody can, you know, endure a good fight. But uh, it, to just try to take a step further than you did last week makes it a big difference. You know, mm-hmm. just moving forward, forward excelling, learning experiencing living, you know, mm-hmm. not just sitting waiting is my model. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, you can't just sit and wait for things to happen. They happen. Yeah. <laughs> They'll happen yeah, without they, you, right? Yeah, things are coming. <laughs> just whether you're in it or not is up to you. Yeah. So, so Gene, so I know that last year when I taught you, you went back to Ukraine to – or. It, it's been a little your, bit. I you actually, took your family, right? Uh, last year, uh, I uh, went to Moldova, which is, uh, again, one of the former Soviet republics. Uh, they border Romania. They actually speak Latin over there, which is different than, you know, Slavic languages that are going on in Russia. But it, it's beautiful over there. I mean, they had, I actually wanted to drop off my kids for the summer, which I did with... My wife, she spent um, about two months with her family, you know, in a village next to the main town. 
So my kids uh, actually learned where the chicken eggs come from. Oh. <laughs> you know, like every time they wanted an omelet, they would just get into a chicken coop oh, and get wow. a warm egg and pick the garden and eat fresh vegetables to a point where it almost backfired. <laughs> I swear. Who would have thought that absorbing all natural fruits and fats and all of that would be bad? Right. My uh, five-year-old's pancreas couldn't take so much of natural stuff. He would drink cow's milk straight from the cow, and you know when he's dipped two, three glasses of it, his uh, you know his, his body he just could, couldn't process oh, all. Wow. Imagine that, right? You yeah. would never think. And it's cow's milk, goat's yeah. milk. You know, you got nuts, fruits, vegetables. He's okay, though, right? Oh, he's fine. He just had a little reaction, and we could not believe that you know good natural foods and products can have an impact because we've been feeding him really lean and you know mm-hmm. healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, came over there. It's like man, we crave all this, mm-hmm. right? You would think, and uh, yeah. So I'm just saying not that there is any issues, but mm-hmm. sometimes you get some reaction. Too much from, of a good thing. <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad he's doing all right. I know. No but, but that is such a rich environment to be in, to be able to expose your children to new cultures, because so many, so many people are stuck in L.A. L.A., I think, is very segregated to where People just stay where they are, and they don't venture. Some people I know have never been to the beach or been to, you know, Pasadena. Or I, I, you know what I agree, but it, it's kind of in many areas are like that. I, yeah. To me, it was very surprising because I kind of I spent time, in, you know, all over Europe. I traveled. I've been all over United States. Never, the less I had some of my employees. I was. Uh, we were doing Toronto Film last year uh, festival event, and uh, I'm like, uh, "Would you like to come with us?" Well, I, I don't have a passport. I'm like, "What do you mean you don't have a passport? <laughs> <laughs> like you're a native. You were born here. You you, you, you gotta have a passport." She says, I'm, "I'm eligible, but I never." I never got the passport. Um, I'm okay. So I say, well, if I want to go, you know, on vacation, Hawaii is, you know, I go. What about, you know, maybe crossing into Mexico or, you know, Wherever. Jamaica, yeah. Dominican Republic, you know, yeah, you know, no, I'm, we're good. And wow. I mean, I'm not saying that the, yeah. if somebody's happy, mm-hmm. I can criticize or you yeah. know. Who knows? Maybe if I felt that way, I wouldn't move anywhere myself. But mm-hmm. what excites me is the actual an opportunity to see new things, to rub shoulders with different cultures, to understand, you know, things looking exactly. from a different perspective. But again, you can't expect everybody to be into this. Yeah. I, I You know, before I mentioned to Eugene about uh, I, I went to in, India. Sure. Without that experience, <laughs> I i mean, it was an eye-opening experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I had it because without it, I just – I wouldn't know how great, you know, I love it here in LA. <laughs> I mean – I mean, I've been out of the country. Like, I've been to Mexico, and I've been to 
in Jamaica. My mom's Jamaican, or she was Jamaican. She, you know, my family's Jamaican and stuff. Jesus. It is. It's eye-opening, I, and I think it opens your mind to new things that new things that you can do or develop or you know be you know it definitely gives you a drive i mean mm-hmm. the, the funny thing is even in the united states i mean there's many people who haven't seen you know u.s period i ended up in fargo north dakota at one point really well yeah that was an interesting story back in the days when i was in uh involved with automotive concept i used to import cars from canada to united states there was a difference in market and demand on specific products, you know, like trucks were in higher demand in the U.S. And because of an exchange rate, it made sense. But uh, <laughs> I had to uh, – each each state in the United States has its own rules and regulations mm-hmm. on how to accept vehicles that are coming abroad. So I zigzagged through all the areas because I wanted – I knew that my best outlet was going to be in Chicago just close to Canada and easy to transport. Don't have to take it across the nation to California, mm-hmm. coming from Toronto mainly. But amazing part, their local you know, DMV, they don't even have DMV. They have a Department of State, which basically you come in, give them a, a purchase slip from the auction, and they issue you a new title. In California, you have to go through three months of... <laughs> You have to take a day off of work. It's a few weeks, but (laughs) it's just different. But, I mean, I love California. Nevertheless, North Dakota is different. But at the same time, you have to fly into North Dakota on this prop plane (laughs) out of Minnesota, drive to, uh, you know, their small town City Hall and uh, get this paperwork done, and you see different. I mean, first of all, I noticed that I was almost smallest kid in town. Really, um, I was. I mean, I'm six foot tall. And I know. I, was I like wouldn't. Two hundred and fifty pounds, and I was working out, and I felt like I was an average size for those high school <laughs> kids who are running in their jerseys in minus yeah. forty. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I, I just I forgot how cold it gets. Yeah. Midwest, and something. yeah, those those things are great experiences. Mm-hmm. Been there, you know, been pretty much in every in every part, and it's all it's all has its own niche of yeah. uh, cultural experiences. Just like foods, look at how many different foods we have in the United States. Mm-hmm. L.A. is uh, the biggest place where you can taste everything. Mm, yeah, I love There's that. Something for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Gene, thank you so much for sharing Sport of Mix with us. It's my pleasure. Um, and again, Sport of Mix is connecting the world of sports. Sportamix.com. Sportamix.com. And uh, tell Lee what's up for me. We got to hang out. We got to hang out together. Gene uh, Shinas, co founder of Sportamix. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for sharing your story. Thank you so much, LaFern. Thank you for having me. I'm LaFern Cusack, here for ESPN LA 710.